This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Hello and welcome to Dare to Find Your Voice podcast. I am so excited to finally be launching this podcast because I love to share my passion with as many people as will listen. And so for this first podcast, I just wanted to take the time to explain, first of all, what I mean by finding your voice and why do we have to dare to find our voice? And then just to share a little bit of my story about how I came from where I was to where I am. But first, just a quick commercial break. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. What does it mean then to find your voice? Well, to me, it means to be able to connect to who you are as a person, connect to your value, to your virtue, to your power. And then from there, to take that power and to be able to share it with the world that leads you to your purpose. And, you know, so many of us, um, I have found, are are so afraid to be who we are meant to be for whatever reason. You know, we, we come into this life and we, you know, are given, you know, caregivers and people who take care of us. We have environment that we live in and we really are looking for, to find our way in this life and in this world and to find um, meaning and to find purpose and to know that we are loved and that we belong. You know, every human being has two basic emotional needs First is to know that we're safe, which means that we're loved and that we belong. And second is to know that we matter, to have an identity and that, you know, we're here for a reason and that we have a place and something to do. That's something that we're all seeking for. And and it's a journey to find it. And some find it sooner than others. And like me, you know, I thought I knew who I was. And then I went through this time period of really losing sight of that and disconnecting from my own passions, my own desires, my own purpose. And I became really afraid of myself. And, um, 
it's been the most exciting journey to be able to reconnect to that and to see the power and to understand the, the real important need for each one of us to not only know who we are, but to be who we are and to speak up and to share what we have to say with as many people as will listen. So it's really something that I've become passionate about. And throughout this podcast, I'm going to be interviewing people who have either helped me along my journey, who I've looked up to on my journey and other people that I meet that I can see that they have connected to their passion and to their purpose and that, you know, let them share their journey of how they found that. And to just really inspire. I believe that every single person is amazing. Every single per, per every single person has a reason to be here. And part of that reason, honestly, is to be happy, to find joy, and then to share that joy with other people so that we can all be here to lift each other together. Um, I like to look at, at it as a puzzle. You know, all the big picture of life is this big puzzle. And each person that comes into this world is a piece of that puzzle. And if one of us doesn't show up as who we're meant to be, when the puzzle is all complete, there will be pieces missing and it makes the puzzle less enjoyable for everybody, right? It will never be complete. So each one of us needs to show up as our own puzzle piece. We each need to add our unique, beautiful contribution. And in order to do that, I believe it's really important to us, for us to first connect to who we are and to what it is that we love, what it is that we desire to do, and then just have the courage to go do that and to go be that. So really quick, my story. I <laughs> I grew up in a really great family, a really great community, really capable and really afraid of myself. Not I, I, I saw myself as three different people. I was a spiritual person, and in my spirit self, I was very strong, very confident. I had a lot of faith in God and I, you know, I knew who he was and I knew that he knew who I was and I was confident there. And I was also pretty confident in my intellectual self, my, my mind. I knew it was strong. I knew that I, you know, was intelligent and I did well in school. In fact, that was where I shined. That's really the only place I showed up in life for a long time. Um, I made a point to excel in school and to do the things that I knew I was good at while my body and I, we didn't get along that well. I have lots of stories, lots of little anecdotal things that kind of show how I I got to that place, but it started quite early. Um, I just wasn't confident in my body, so I chose to kind of separate from that. Um, and that's all I'll say about that right now. I don't know if people can relate, but what I found is that if I have felt something, there's at least one other person that understands what I'm saying, and that one person may be the one that needs to hear my story. So I love to share it. So anyway, I grew up that way thinking I could, you know, show up really strongly in my spirit and in my, in my mind. And as far as my body goes, I just, I just made sure I was invisible as invisible as possible. And, um, I get, it got more and more, um, noticeable, I guess, as I became a mom, because again, I was very capable and I knew how to pretend I could, I could show up and I could do things that were necessary of me. Um, but what I, what I realize now is that I, I was showing up, I thought, <laughs> but I always showed up behind kind of a glass wall and it was almost like a glass hallway. So I could navigate through life. I could see what was going on. I could feel like I was interacting, but emotionally I was closed off. And so I was more like observing my life instead of participating in my life. And as my own kids who are amazing, talented, 
strong, passionate people. I have five kids. I have three girls and two boys, and all of them are very independent, strong people. And as I supported them in their passions and in their talents, um, I'm telling them they can do anything they want to do. They can be whoever they want to be just to go for it. And I supported them in that. And at the same time, I wasn't necessarily modeling that for them. And it became kind of confusing to them. And in a way, it was um, something that <laughs> at least my girls have told me they've almost resented me for. And and it was causing some, um, we have a really strong family, but there were some distances in our relationships, especially mine and my kids. I also have a very strong, passionate, powerful husband. And I was very happy to just be everybody's support, to be the wind beneath their wings. And it it was working and it wasn't. And there came a time when my husband could tell that I had really become quite closed into myself and that I wasn't, I thought I was happy, but I wasn't really loving my life. I was living my life. I was grateful for my life, but I was disconnected from my own life. And so he tricked me into going to this personal development retreat. Um, It was the same week as our 22nd anniversary and he had wanted to go and, and we had this business together, but he was the star of the business and I was the behind the scenes person. And, you know, when he wanted to go to this retreat to learn more how to do the business better and how to become a leader and a speaker. And, um, he wanted me to come with him because it was during the week of our anniversary because it was on a private Island in Belize and it was supposed to be this beautiful getaway. <laughs> and he, he didn't want to go without me. That was the story he told me. And he had a hidden agenda that I found out later that he wanted me to um, somehow be kicked out of my shell and to be able to be who he could see that I was meant to be. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. At the time, I just was playing along. I was happy to be going on a romantic trip with my husband. And um, I planned 100% to continue to be invisible, to continue to pretend when I needed to pretend and then just kind of disappear. But the trainer, his name was David T.S. Wood, would not have that. He, in fact, pointed me out at the very beginning and said, you're going to be the one that has the greatest transformation. And I was like, what are you talking about? You don't even know who I am. (laughs) But in fact, I was the one that had the transformation. It was transformational for everybody. Um, But a, a small group of about 30 people watched me step out of my comfort zone in a really real way during that retreat. Um, I did well at hiding in the beginning. I slowly, you know, stepped a little bit out of my comfort zone, let myself talk a little, and I was still really hiding. And then we, um, on day four, he asked us to get up on stage and to perform a skit. We first watched these clips from movies. He assigned each group a different clip. And then we were to each learn the lines and to get into character and to be that on stage for the rest of the group. And I had to come apart. There was absolutely no way that I was going to be seen doing silly things on stage and getting into character. And as I read my lines and was memorizing them, I I just, tears started to just stream down my face. It was so painful. I still can feel the the pit in my stomach just really (laughs) lights up when I think about it. And I thought, you know, if I can't let anybody know I'm crying because then they'll know I'm crying and they'll know this is hard and I can't let them know that. But because of the people they were and the small group that we were in, yeah, of course, everybody noticed. And so they all came around and the people in my group, we were divided into three, came around to try to make me feel better, which 
turned those silent tears into big, loud, ugly, you know, the snuck, the snot tears, the ugly cry. It was horrible. I was making this big scene. And for somebody who really preferred to be invisible, it was awful. And then the trainer called me over and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to let me off the hook. And part of me didn't want him to, but most of me was like, please. But what he said to me was that you promised to play it a hundred percent. I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. So there is no way out of this other than to just do it. And I honestly, I can't remember how I did it. I don't really remember what I said. I don't remember any of it, but I do remember that as soon as I was finished, I was able to take a breath probably for the first time in a really long time. And I felt amazing. The world brightened up. I swear it was literal. (laughs) Like all of a sudden the sun was brighter. The sky was more blue. It was just amazing. And I decided at that moment that I never wanted to stop feeling like that. And so I made a commitment to step outside of my comfort zone as often as I could. And then soon it turned into every single day. And I've been through many more experiences where I have been in that deep fear that I just explained to you. I've had way more snot tears. I've had, you know, way more vulnerable experiences. And as I've done that, I've number one, learned to really embrace the power of vulnerability which it was a really hate relationship in the beginning. (laughs) There was no way I was going to be seen, right? And especially not in my weaknesses. But I have learned to love that place of vulnerability where I'm almost forced to expose myself and then just the connection that that comes from that. I have also really learned the power of stepping through my fear, not necessarily because I love how it feels in the fear moment. It's still just as what. And I love, I'm addicted to how it feels on the other side. And because of that, I have become more confident. I am so much more happy than I was. Not only am I loving my life, but I'm loving living my life. And that is such a powerful place to be. And I've become so passionate about helping other people to do the same thing. And not necessarily because I, you know, I I get it now and I know everything and I'm just going to, you know, teach people how to do it. It's just by letting people see me grow, I have learned that it's giving other people permission to do the same thing. If I can do it, they can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And so, ah, this is my passion. I love it. So really quick, voice has become an acronym. The V stands for value, finding the value in who you are and owning that and loving it and seeing it as a gift, every part of it. And that has a lot to do with understanding your core temperament, your core motivations. And I'm going to have one of my first guests will be one of my um, most influential mentors. His name is Dr. Denham Slade. And he has this core temperament theory that has absolutely changed my life. Um, And then there's the power of connecting to your core values and to knowing what it is that you believe in, what you stand for, and what is non-negotiable for you in your life. When you know what those are and you can connect to those, then you are driven and you get out of bed every morning because of those core values. And it doesn't matter what else is going on around you. Even if it's hard, you still get up and you still can step into that because you know what's important to you. So that the V part to me is a foundational piece to being able to speak your voice and to do it confidently. O stands for openness, being open, open to new ideas, open to new experiences, open to people, just open, allowing your heart to be open, just to allow yourself to experience life on a whole new level. And then I is setting an intention. Once you've 
been exposed to new things, to new ideas, new experiences, setting an intention to act on those, to try them out, to experiment, to know if that's right for you, to be able to just see that you can do it, that kind of a thing. So, but setting an intention isn't enough because intentions take us nowhere. But if we set an intention to actually act and do the thing, step through the fear, get into action, do the thing that we don't know that we can do or not, (laughs) set the intention to act. That's I. C stands for clearing which applies to clearing out old beliefs that don't serve us, um, our old identity that doesn't serve us, that negative voice being able to get loud in your positive voice and tell the negative voice to be quiet. (laughs) So clearing that out, clearing out emotional um, stresses, emotional triggers, also clearing our physical space, just being able to, to be able to breathe freely because we have room to do so. And then the last one is E, which is expression. Expression is taking what we are discovering ourselves to be and being that. Because if I know finally who I am and I know what it is that I want to say, but I choose not to say it, what's the point of finding my voice, right? So we have to not only find our voice, but speak our voice to really make that change and to be the person that we're meant to be. So that's what I'm doing here on this podcast. That's what I'm excited to share with all of you. And that's what I hope that you'll connect with as well as we take this journey together. So let's, let's do this thing. Let's dare to find our voice and let's do it together. Thank you so much for listening. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. This is the EWN Podcast Network.